Yeah. Yeah. Chaz vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start. I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art. My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana Stark. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part. Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order. They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta. See, they dumb their compliments down cause they don't feel important. I just feel bad, they really try to have the distortion. Look, you don't really gotta say nothing. Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running. I hate you, gotta force them just to feel something. Acting like they down with you like you. You about to film something Like I'm dealing with some theater majors I'm reiterating the dialogue You see in the pages I'm looking for fortunate This is episode 30 I mean no no episode 41 I believe Um Didn't Dirk wear 41? I believe so sir Alright see this is the Dirk Nowinski episode Um so Shout out to the, my man's Dirk, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer with ease, greatest international player to ever play the game. So, love right there. Yeah, and a championship, and yeah, that's a really all he'll need, honestly. Um, but yeah, so, but appreciate you guys for listening, tuning in, and all that good stuff. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. And I got my uh, homeboy on here. What's poppin'? All right. Feels like it's been a minute. Low key, it's it's weird. Like even though we did an episode last week, it feels like a minute. And we're recording on Monday, so um, you might get live into raw takes and all of that. Uh, shout out to um the new women's tag team champions as well. Um, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Um. I will call them many. I'm gonna call that group mini Snickers, G. Fun size Snickers, G. If you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. But fun size Snickers right, is the name of a uh, group, man. But um, anyway, wrestling. So, like I've been saying the past few episodes, if you have uh, if you wait, if you are into the basketball stuff, uh. Probably 35, 45, maybe 55 minutes into the episode, zoom around if you look for basketball, depending on how quickly this goes. But wrestling is going to be the first discussion until NBA season starts back up. And so with that being the case, that so probably October, whatever. But wrestling uh, comes first. Let's go ahead and uh, go into our SummerSlam preview. Oh, wait, before we go into that. R.I.P. Harley Race, um, one of the yeah. one of the pioneers of pro wrestling when it comes to it all. Like one of the best, he's uh, fought Ric Flair, he's fought Hogan. Like he he is like one of the biggest like OGs when it comes to wrestling. So R.I.P. to the goat right there. Definitely, I didn't even know he died for like two seconds ago. Bro, they've been talking about it all. I'm as often. Well, I understand wrestling Twitter is annoying, so I understand you don't want to dwell too much into it. But it's been talked about since I think yesterday, so as far as you didn't catch it, but yeah, so R.I.P. to Harley Race. Um, but yeah, so SummerSlam is this Sunday. Um, let me pull up this card. Um, I feel like it's a cool card from what I remember off the top of my head, but I just want to make sure we're giving out accurate 
information as well as we're giving uh make sure I'm not gonna forget no matches as we talk about the card. So Alright. So SummerSlam twenty nineteen is in taking place in Toronto this year. Um I think we every belt should be on the line from what I can tell. So Alright, so let's go ahead and get into the prediction. So let's go ahead and start off with Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Um, honestly, Shane McMahon get his black kick. We need honestly, yeah. This the only like my hope is they're not trying to drag this along for more than it needs to be dragged along at this point. This is one of those yeah. things where it's like Especially if we're getting a, I wouldn't call it a hard reboot, not, but at the same time, not a soft reboot either at the SummerSlam. More than likely, Shane is not going to be on TV that often or not be a figurehead of TV that often. So, with that being said, more than likely, Kevin Owens is going to win. Um, Especially, I feel like it's more likely if they don't add no special stipulation to the match. Like, I think last week we said it'd be nice if it was an I quit match. If it becomes an I quit match, anything involving special stipulations benefits Shane McMahon more than anything. So, if it's a legit just regular one-on-one, I settle for a no disqualification at the very most. More likely... Shane that, has to jump off something, so it yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they add a no disqualification. Hardcore match, street fight, maybe. But if it's an I quit match... I fear that Kevin Owens may lose, but I have Kevin Owens winning regardless. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, like he like, he has yeah, to win. I, I'm not. I'm like I'm. I have enjoyed the Shane stuff, but it's ran its course at this point. It has ran yeah. its course. Yeah, just how y'all feeling? How I feel? Freaking first go around, dog. Like really, like, I just can't stand Shane on TV. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, dog. So I'll be happy with Kevin Owens. Just like, what would Kevin Owens go from there is the question. He's a face. And Kofi's going to have that belt out the main. I think he can go for the IC title and get Shinsuke, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. So, let's move on. Uh, I didn't know this was confirmed or not. You could... Uh, See if it's actually accurate. Tell me if it's accurate. Alistair Black is fighting Sami Zayn. I heard that. Dog, I gotta make sure it's accurate too, man. I heard that. They can't. They can't play on my emotions like that, dog. They can't. They can't. One that, that atmosphere. They better. Lay, they better headline the show. With, I mean, not headline, but start the show off with. Shane. Yeah. We're not Shane. It's my stupid self. Um. Sammy versus uh, Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Not only will God darn, if Sammy come out with an opening promo just slandering his own country, and then they still go and cheer him and stuff like that, it's just going to, Toronto's going to be lit, dog. It might be the oh, best yeah. WWE in years, just because of a Canada crowd. Mm-hmm. Canadians don't be playing. So. Yep, especially, they would cheer for their own, so. Yeah. But, uh, Alistair Black is going to win, of course. Like, they're building my mans up, and 
and I love that literally we're getting slapper matches for these pay-per-views on top of it all. So him and Sammy's going that's this is if it's actually going to happen, it's match of the night right there. I believe this will be Heck like, yeah. easily match of the night. I'm just love seeing Alistair Black getting prominent matches on the card, and he's not even he, he just got there, dog. Yep. You know, I, I it's it's matter of time before we see the big one on Alistair Black, dog. And man, I'm standing, dog. I am standing. Yep. Like I'm all for it. Um. Next, The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler, which most likely is a. It's a um. It's a uh, it's a swerve. They saying either he's gonna Dolph Miz is gonna come out and Goldberg is gonna come in and beat them up or um or uh Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see where this goes. If they actually do end up fighting, I feel like this is just, they're just gonna tack on to the face Miz losing streak, which. I hope leads back to heel Miz because Miz is always at his best as a heel. And I stress that as a character, as a whole. And just his his wrestling style suits better as a heel than face. Um, so I think Dolph wins, which leads to eventual, eventual Miz heel turn again. Uh, so. Dog, Miz is not wrestling at SummerSlam, dog. I know. I'm just Legit saying if, gold- if, oh. if. Uh, if, if I'm taking a piss, I'm not watching <laughs> different. I'm not watching Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels is on the screen on Raw right now as we speak. As we were mentioning of the man, yep. so we'll, we may end up seeing what you said may happen. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Let's move on. Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Um, Bray Wyatt's gonna beat Finn Balor's ass and right and just so he get rid- ridden off. Plain and simple. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't, it's gonna be probably like fifteen minutes. I'm gonna miss Finn. Uh, really, I'm. I love Finn Balor. Uh, but um, yeah. Yeah, nothing. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, really. I actually want to get past this because there's something I want to have a conversation with you about what happened on social media today. Because mm. I don't think you've seen it. No, I, I was honestly barely on Twitter today, so. Um, uh, but just know, it's it's it probably get real. Mm. Uh, next, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. I really don't care about this match. I can't to an extent that it's a match that involves star power, and then Charlotte yeah. has something because it's never a bad thing with Charlotte wrestling. So yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, but um, um, Charlotte's winning. Nothing, really. Oh, no, Charlotte coming out with her hand ready. I don't mm-hmm. even remember the last time Charlotte lost other than that one roll-up on SmackDown. But she most likely would get that win back. Yep. Um, Bailey versus Ember Moon. Uh, barring, and I'm, I'm just say this because, um, because I do believe Sasha Banks will eventually do return. Uh, barring Sasha Banks uh, interference, Ember Moon. Uh, I mean, Ember Moon's not winning this match. It's gonna be a great match. Wait, 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 wait. You think Sasha Banks returning? 
I believe, like, I'm just saying it, like, as a slither of hope, but it's a possibility. We don't know. We don't. Uh, if she do, that's what's up. But I'm not counting on that whatsoever. Uh, hmm. Even though they had, um, they had, I think they had her doing um, WWE 2K20 stuff for the women's showcase. Hmm. They're doing a four horsewoman story kit. Hmm. That'd be dope. Something different as well in terms of for the showcase mode because I was wondering what they were going to do with that with that mode this year. So yeah. I'm cool with that. And I believe they also I believe they also have a women's career as well. That's good as well. Oh yeah, and also China. China. Once again, that is good as well. Shout out to Triple H. Make uh. And get... also, I'm just about to keep hitting you with also knowledge. And also, we getting Versace shirt rock too. We getting what? Versace shirt rock rock. We got the Versace shirt on, bro. G, if, if my creator shirt. dude can wear the Versace <laughs> shirt, G, I don't care, bro. I'm walking the Versace shirt. <laughs> walking in the ring, he wrestling in a Versace shirt. <laughs> G. And I need to slide, and, and bro, they need to add the slide up people's elbow too for the culture. Just, just because I don't you have to. But uh, yeah, it's a lot getting added to that game. People are speculating uh, overall and stuff like that. And I swear to God, I just about like eighty-two or something. I will choke somebody out. Don't worry, we'll have a customized Alistair Black that's like a ninety where he should be. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back on the SummerSlam, uh, Becky Lynch versus Natalya in a submission match. Uh, Becky disarmed shorty. Yeah. Barry just Ronda in the field. Which is likely as well. But Becky Lynch is going to win, and then I think uh, Ronda Rousey makes her grand return and uh, rips her arm out hey, of socket. Yo, she takes that bet off Becky. Oh, my God. You got to put a whole matter in a 24-hour loop. It's whole night, whole night, whole Pretty night, whole night, whole night, whole night. <laughs> oh, you saying Sasha Banks return? Who said they got down Ronda just gonna beat up Becky because of Fox? Hey, that's I. I feel like the I, I'm more believed in that Ronda Rousey's returning before Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. mainly because it's like it's been in the air much longer. With Sasha, it's more like. Any day now, we don't know. Like, hey, like she still pops up on that Boost Mobile commercial that they have, and I'm like, if you're not really giving a damn about somebody, you're not going to pop up on the TV ad. Um, Colbert like, got his nice legacy pop, bro. So who? Okay, man. Shout out to Goldberg. He just left AutoZone, man. <laughs> This man just left AutoZone, G. And he's about to hit his five. He, he's well, he's about to give him like the five moves of Doom too, G. So here it comes. Go for like somebody walking his dedicated community. Stuff, Yo, my bro. man's moves like old bird, G. You remember the old bird character I got, G? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he moves yeah. just like him, just that slow. Hold on, he, okay, he's about to hit him with one of the moves of Doom. Uh, you're next. That's part of his five moves of Doom, G. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got to turn it up just so I can hear it nice and clear. So uh, hopefully 
they don't take the episode off because of this. I'm just curious. Uh, let me try this. No, I was not catching on you. You good? Oh, okay. Yo, is that a? Oh, he's signing the contract. Where's my carburetor? <laughs> that Chevy? <laughs> that, Chevy. that Ford Escape? Where's <laughs> that? I'm still surprised nobody made a gift of Goldberg walking out and photoshopped a carburetor with him, dog. Bro, I need. Um, okay, here you go. <laughs> He's he giving him one of the moves. See? There we go. He, Dolph Ziggler got four more moves he got to endure. Goldberg's full entrance. Uh, the spear and the jackknife. And also the kick that got Bret, uh, Bret Hart. Oh, and shout out to that uh, Shawn Michaels sweet chin music. That's tough. But yeah, so... Uh, oh yeah, that's true because I because Goldberg is one of the topics that was uh, that somebody from the wrestling, actually from the E, had went on Twitter and read about. It. So hmm. uh, not even read it, just legit made to become even more of a stand. Look at all right. So yeah, uh, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Uh, AJ's winning. Like I'm kind of tired of their yeah. rivalry at this point. Um, Kofi versus Randy. The more I pay attention to how they're building Kofi. this up, the more I, Kofi, I believe Kofi's winning. The more I believe yeah, Kofi's winning. As a, as a, what you want to call it. I don't know who's taking that bet off Kofi now, dog. Yeah, it's going to be Kofi interesting. Wins as a, I think Kofi whole run with this belt is Vince saying thank you. And it's, it's like real talk. It's legit a big thank you. He definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I yeah, if Randy don't take it off of him, like I listened to the first black pod, uh, first black chant podcast. Shout out to uh, them niggas, Jr. Bang and Cam Quotes. They said, uh, depending if they do the draft, the sooner the later they do it. If Kofi goes on Raw with the New Day, that's when they're going to lose the belts. Mm-hmm. More than likely. So they think they're going to do a title, but they can't do a title switch on Raw, dog, because that universal title belt. And they don't give a goddamn. <laughs> mm. They was not playing, but uh, you, you get that's a valid point. But you don't know, no, we don't know. So I do know they ain't got putting a red belt on the blue show. Mister Men, you know. And, and also, Fox don't give a damn that. either. The. That's uh, a, yeah, what's next? Um, and then the last match is Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. <sighs> Brock wins. Yeah, it would be like that sometimes. I yep. hope this leads to Seth Rollins eventually turning heel. And yeah, yeah. For Seth's Harris, sake, did you, you need something? To... Hold on. Huh? All right, never mind. Go ahead. But yeah, at this point, yeah, like this, Brock is winning. The nigga been beating his ass. Like he's somebody tweeted like this week's beatdown of Seth Rollins tops the uh, Zach Gowan beatdowns. Mm. You know how hard it is to the top that type of beatdown. 
I don't know either. And don't forget, he ended the beat down by throwing him down some stairs eventually. I don't know what they're going for. I don't know if they're going for simply for Seth Rollins because this is just making the people who tatted Seth Rollins love it even more. Exactly. Uh, oh, that's a different question. I feel so sorry for Seth. He said it never came out and represented the company he was. So now they're like, yeah, this is it's it's tough to watch, but it's like for me, I love Sid Brock Lesnar beat people ass, but like, gee, this nigga's been in his this he's been in his bag with this beatdown, G to Seth. I don't know how you f five somebody on a chair forty five times in a row. Different, but uh, Brock winning. Yeah, Brock is winning. So uh, we can move on to uh, the topic that you want to discuss. I so as anybody was on wrestling Twitter today, uh, Matt Riddle basically either anybody who had a problem with him talking about Goldberg. And what I mean by anybody, I mean Chris Jericho, technically Booker T and Goldberg himself, and Lance Storm. He bodied Storm. He called Lance. He said he fell asleep in Lance Storm's uh, like uh, like he said he fell asleep in Lance Storm acting class. And that's why Lance Storm got mad at him. Niggas is violent. Yo, uh, he also said, uh, Jericho, you're old. You know, I, I will beat the shit out of you. In your prime, I'll probably still will beat the shit out of you. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. But he, he did say, I'll beat the crap out of you. Um, he said, Booker T, I already don't want to. But he understood. Because Booker T said he couldn't work. So it's like, I guess he said, I guess he's seen that. I guess he didn't see some of my matches. But um, that nigga Matt Riddle went crazy. When he said he had beat the crap out of Chris Jericho, dog, I loved it. I loved every second of it. What's that? What's that, uh, Dwayne Wade? Me? I love it. I <laughs> love it. Dog. Like That's how I felt about it. I loved it. Just, I, man. And then Chris Jericho got on Twitter and put a headband on and did a cross eye. And I'm like, dog, that's, that's not coming. You're making you look like a kid. Matt Riddle said he would beat the champ. And Matt Riddle is legit trained in MMA. So He's he most trained to will fight. Dog walk Chris. He, dog, he will dog walk Chris Jericho. So he actually had a bout in the UFC. So, like, hey. But that's my favorite quote. And my thing is, people say he will get, like, heat from him. I would say if he wanted to, like, disrespect to Booker T, then he want to get heat from him. Uh, Booker T just the OG, but since he didn't disrespect Booker T, I don't think Vince McMahon cares that much to, uh, to uh, you know, punish him for saying Goldberg sucks because everything he said is not true. Um, uh, but yeah, um, it was just a a fun time. I like you have to look at it because the way he said he would beat the. Hold on, let me get my phone. Yeah, just tag me in it real quick, G, so I can, um... It's the type of stuff you just need to just retweet to the page, G. So, that way I can find right, it easy. He's actually trending on because of that. Hey, 
I was hoping Matt. I hope this Matt Riddle thing. I need to go definitely more on Matt. Hold on. I need to go on his page. I'm happy I followed. Did he delete it? Oh no, he did. No, Matt Riddle was savage, dog. Let me see it. I tell you. Oh, I'm gonna have my freaking self. Like, uh, I never really heard anything about um. Matt Riddle be like a horrible person backstage or anything like that. I never really heard anything about it like yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, well, he also named dropped Chris Benoit. Yeah, that's probably why he went in on Chris Jericho so hard. Does kind of right. like the save face. Because <laughs> you know that man is pretty much blacklisted. So that's a good way to save face. Like you mentioned, you can't mention the man Chris Benoit. You you really didn't get Booker T bars, but just to be safe, you gave Chris Jericho bars. So I'm not mad. Let me see. I I'm probably could Google and find these tweets. Let's see Matt Riddle. No, it wasn't a tweet. It was a video. Dang, that's even better. Let's see. Matt Riddle like, video, says dog. he will beat the shit out of Chris Jericho. Let's see. Here we go. The Twitter war between may just be starting as the two had an each other earlier today over the uh, Riddle posted a video earlier this morning that came with multiple hashtags in the caption. My point of view, watch, listen, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I'm just going to say this. I don't know what's going on with all these WCW guys. Legitimately, I don't like Goldberg. I had my thing. I had not. I'm not going to get into it. Everybody know what I think. And it's true. He's not at that level. Yes, he made lots of money, but at the end of the day, when future wrestlers come in or somebody wants to get into the business or a passion fan wants to watch yeah, wrestling, bro. watch something good, I doubt they're going to pull up a Bill Goldberg match. They're going to pull up one of the matches of Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and I go on. But Goldberg's not in the category. I'm not mad at that quote. Like, he's not lying. He's not lying. Like, like I'm I'm not even going to get into the Chris Jericho uh, response and all that yet. But nobody does it. Now, if you used to interview the whole, I'm not even going to say NXT. Let's say we use Evolve. We go to an Evolve show. We have opportunity to go to Evolve, a Evolve show, interview a few of the rest, like at least 10. I'm not, I'm pretty positive Nobody would say Goldberg was somebody they, and like, like I wouldn't say they gonna say they they didn't watch no Goldberg matches, but I'm sure they would say, yeah, a lot of what I do, I was inspired by, the, inspired by, um, Kurt Angle, the uh, Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart's of the world, and then even like, yeah, let's just say we're talking to like a powerhouse type guy. I'm sure. Goldberg isn't somebody they're going to immediately think of. 
they uh, or even admit because honestly, like I was saying early in the episode, Goldberg's move set is very vanilla. So if I'm a powerhouse type guy, and when we say powerhouse type wrestlers, we're talking about not like Big Show and Mark Henry type niggas. We're talking to like John Cena, Roman Reigns types. Then I'm a, I'm sure they will say Cena was an influence. Somebody like Undertaker was more of an influence or something like that in terms of powerhouse guys. So yeah, I'm not necessarily mad at that take. It's not a horrible take. So, like, he's not lying at all. So, I don't care. No, I just love the fact that he said he'd beat the shit out of him. Bro, I love it. Yeah. Like, I respect the hell out of it. Hold on. Lance Storm tweeted with his response. Lance, I don't get it. You were born then. I remember doing a seminar. You are you were you with you at a Legends camp in North Carolina. I literally fell asleep during your seminar. Had to be woken up by you. I even apologized at the time. And then to think... Years later, I'll be NXT. For some reason, you get on your little Twitter machine, you start talking trash about me, say barefoot or not, I'm still 10 times the entertainer you ever were. Woo! 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 Come on. Woo! Keep it buck, dog. Nobody can't. Like, Lance Storm is a legend when it comes to wrestling. On the entertainment side, though. Woo! Damn. All right, Booker T, I really like you. I didn't want any heat with you, but you said I couldn't work, and I'm sure, pretty sure if, if you watch a couple of my matches, you, pr- you probably realize you were really wrong about that. So that's that. I want to know. I want everyone I want everyone to know where I'm coming from. I'm a pretty sweet guy. I don't want any of this trouble. Okay, all right. Anybody, ha- everybody have a great Monday. I see you in Albany, New York, Thursday, Buffalo, Friday, and takeovers. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, shout out to Matt Riddle, G. He he let the chopper sing, G. This my man's was shot fired, G. Shot fired, G. Just for that, he's top two of my uh, NXT phase right now, G. Off that alone, so. Well, yeah. Uh, did we do our NXT takeover preview? No, let's go ahead and do that. All right, let me pull up that card real quick since that since we are this is a that's a perfect segue. Uh so Takeover Toronto is this Saturday. So make sure you guys uh tune into that cuz that's more likely to be where all the most lit matches are going to come in. So let's see. So All right. Dang, five matches. That's pretty good. Um so Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. Um, I haven't been paying attention to NXT, but who have they been kind of setting up for this? Who? Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. Io Shirai recently turned heel. So they defeated her Candice LeRae. Mm-hmm. Candice LeRae has always been on that roster. That is Johnny Gargano's wife. So, you know. It's just, there's going to be a stop on that. Both of them are arrested. And literally, Io Shirai can crush my heart whenever she wants to. Mm. So, uh, shout out to Io Shirai. Uh, I'm picking her solely because of that legendary picture. Um, <laughs> Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. Mia Yim, I think, finally takes the bet off. Shayna yeah, at this, like, at this point, you there's nothing more for Shayna Baszler to do in NXT. 
She has run, run, run she has ran rut shot across the entire women's division. I don't care that yes, there's better wrestlers, there's more people that you've built up who deserve to win, aka Bianca Belair. But at this Man. point, get give the belt to Mia Yim. She still have black, so black champion right there. I'm fine with that. And just send Shayna Baszler to 205 Live and let her be great. They need somebody. They need uh, some talent over there. Some, I mean, well, they got talent, but like star talent right there, man. Do some, do some things, man. So, uh, Mia Yim finally gets the belt off Shayna Baszler, and this is the last time we see Shayna Baszler in a takeover. Thank God. Um, next, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong. I know this is gonna be a hot take. Forgive me for this, but uh, this might be matching tonight. Oh, I thought you were about to say something stupid, dog. No. Oh, but all hell, uh, I'm saying this like you know, acting wise, because you know I love you, Christ. All hell, Nia of the backbreaker, Roderick Strong. Honestly, I'm probably one of the three Roderick Strong fans in Chicago, Illinois. I have black skin, but I cannot wait to this Negro backbreak of Velveteen Dream and Pete Dunne. I'm probably one of five Pete Dunne fans that have black skin in Chicago as well to hell and get that North American title around his way. Velveteen Dream will be called up on SmackDown probably to NXT after that, but all his promos will probably start. Uh, on SmackDown after SummerSlam. Yep. But yes, I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. I, I, will it be match tonight? No, because we still have Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. And if there's a takeover, Johnny Gargano forever had match tonight. But I can. This will be my. Favorite match probably just because I'm on the side of the back because uh, so yeah, can't wait. Oh, yeah. Rogers wins. That's my prediction. Yeah, same. Like at this point, like they've been building up. Uh, Undisputed Era takes all the gold, so this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time for Velveteen to uh, lose the belt. Um, whether he takes the pin or not, will I cry when he takes that backbreaker? Maybe so, but he's going to sell the hell out of it, and that's what's going to make it so awesome. Because, but yeah, but uh, yeah, this might be the last takeover for Velveteen. If not, he may have one more, but this may be his last takeover, um, which I'm fine with. Uh, Street Profits versus Undisputed Air. You said, uh, what? come on, dog. I'm one of the two. Black skin Kyle O'Reilly fans in Chicago, dog. Like, come on. I'm probably probably in the Midwest to tell you the truth. But, like, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Pitt is getting old stuff. Street Profits are. Street Profits been ready to God darn take over the tag team division and Rob. So, I'm hoping the Viking Raiders get moved to SmackDown and beat up them over there. Because the Street Profits are ready to, to, to beat us. Like, they definitely, they definitely is a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely agree. 
they gave their street profits their uh go their uh get on out of here uh tag team run uh mainly for Angelo Dawkins but um they're literally one of the most over things about Raw right now so I'm fine with this um undisputed era gets all the gold and I have I have no problem with uh street profits losing here they're pretty much on the main roster so and the Raw tag team division needs it badly despite the fact that um the OC have the, the tag team division as a whole needs fucking so many injuries mess things up. Yeah. So many non-charismatic stars. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and then Adam Cole versus Gargano, two out of three falls match again. Technically, three stages of hell. The way that this was described. Yeah. Um. Adam so, Cole wins. Uh, Adam Cole picked, yeah, his stipulation was a regular match. Most mm-hmm. likely, I think Gargano will pick up the first pinfall. Adam Cole will probably pick up the second. Hell in the cell, but I think Adam Cole, when it goes to a no hard bar, the No, Adam Cole, no. Jump. Gargano wants a street fight. It's going to be a regular yeah, singles okay. match for Cole. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think when. Uh, Basically, an ODQ happens with the street fight. Undisputed Era comes out, beat up Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole gets the second pin, and uh, to to break the you know to break the tie, yeah. William Ringo calls down the cage. He tells Undisputed Era to get the heck up out of and they battle out of the cage. Panama Sun steps up to the freaking noggin of Johnny Gargano from the Adam top of Cole the cage. Later. Dog, you try to you try to have Vince McMahon in shackles. Like, well, not like he falls off the cage. <laughs> nigga, that, oh. both of them falling off the cage. <laughs> the effed up part is Johnny. That that could happen. Johnny Gargano's getting back up like nothing happened. Dog, uh, over or under how many times? How many pins Johnny Gargano? Oh man, like, G, <laughs> G. Like, if, like based on each um stipulation, or just want the whole match? Yo, how many pins you kicking out of, dog? All right, so the first stipulation in the street fight, that nigga is literally about to eat like twenty pins. That <laughs> <laughs> dude gonna kick out of. He's going probably, to kick out of like probably like probably like five in the what you call it. Yeah. And then probably like 15 in that cage now. The nigga's gonna set a record, bro, for pin escapes, G. Like on tw- on WWE 2K20, if Johnny Gargano don't have a 100%, no, he needs a, a, like forever resiliency, G. So he's the only, gonna be the only nigga with a forever resiliency, G. There's no, getting that, no beating that nigga. Oh man, but oh man, go kicked out too, like seventeen thousand times. He's sitting there wondering, like, why? G just just die, but yeah. So that's uh NXT Takeover. So that's this Saturday, August tenth. So make sure you tune in for the network for that, of course. Ooh, and we're off this. You off this Saturday, right? Yep. Cool. So 
Mm-hmm. Perfect. So we're uh, going to be watching that. And so that's it for wrestling for this week. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to the basketball segment of the show. Um, Pretty much the NBA has, uh, it was pretty much a very newsworthy week of NBA stuff this week. Um, Let's go ahead and start off with the uh, Christmas games and opening night games. So let me, uh, I don't know why I don't got this pulled up. Uh, NBA Christmas. Oh, I didn't hear you didn't hear about the at all. I thought. Well, I told you the Christmas games, but opening night. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Damn. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up. So for Christmas, we have. Make sure. I don't know why they just gave me one of them. All right. Here we go. So for Christmas, we're getting. Um. Of course, Lakers versus Clippers. Of course, that's no shock. Um, each of those games is going to be on national TV. More like this is going to be the prime uh, Christmas game, so that's going to probably take place at like what three, four o'clock, whatever. So we know where this is going with that. Um, one of the more shocking Christmas games is uh, the Pelicans versus the Nuggets. So they're getting Zion on TV, like they're. Then I don't blame the NBA at all. Like, Shafio, a uh, new star, uh, hopefully he's in shape by then, and uh, I would love to see Zion, uh, literally, uh, dunk on Jokic one time. But at the same time, I feel like Jokic is about to hoop that man up the hill. So, that's gonna happen. Uh, then we have the Warriors versus the Rockets. Should be a good game oh, because you said what? Nothing. Hold uh, on, keep talking. I gotta mute myself because I'm about to scream at something. Mm. Keep talking. But yeah, uh, Warriors versus Rockets. Uh, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, Russ. So pretty much Russ versus Russ and Harden versus uh Stafford and D'Lo, which is going to be a fun, exciting game. Uh, I am looking forward to. Um, it's possibly Clay may be back in this game, so that adds some somewhat of excitement to the whole you dig. But um, so that's something to look forward to in regards to that game. And then over East, we got Philly versus the Bucks, which is pretty much going to be the battle of the favorites in the East. Um, even though I feel like Philly should whoop their ass with East. Um. Then we got the Raptors versus the Celtics because you always need your NBA champion on TV. Um, despite how underwhelming that that Raptors team may be this year, um, so yeah, and I also shot Kimball getting on on Christmas. So that's the uh, Christmas games, and then opening night. Let me find the opening night games. I know the Lakers and Clippers is in there for sure. I'm surprised we're getting that opening night. Um but that's weird in itself, so but opening night we'll have the uh Pelicans versus the Rocket Raptors, I mean. So once again, Zion is gonna be heavily featured on TV this year. And I know Daytra is still not here, but 
the NBA is taking advantage of the money that Zion's going to be bringing, the hype that he's bringing in to the mo- uttermost, and I have the utmost respect for it because at the end of the day, you got to feature your young stars. And LeBron is only going to get older. There's no KD this year. They, uh, Kawhi may not is not the per. Kawhi has to prove he's a personality before you just want to invest so much into him money wise. Um, and then Steph is Steph. Like people still going to watch the Warrior years, of course. But I love that they're pushing uh, Zion on the forefront like immediately. Like that's dope to see. And I just only hope he stays healthy. Like to put Zion on opening night against the defending champs is pretty goddamn good uh, for him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the Lakers and Clippers, like, I'm kind of shocked they just didn't just say, all right, op- uh, we're going to get, like, Lakers Warriors on Christmas, I mean, on opening night, and just we saved the Clippers versus Lakers op- uh, first game on Christmas. That's what I thought they were going to do. But the fact we're getting that on opening night is huge in my book, so... It's good to see, and NBA is about to rake in some quality opening night ratings money off TV. So I don't have nothing else to add in regards to that. Uh, anything you want to add? You there? Yeah. Oh, you can't hear me? No, I can hear you now. Oh yeah, no, no I'm all good. I, I'm all. I, I believe the same thing with the Zion State. Uh, that's going to be something that's going to be hard for him to uh, live up to. Just saying, just like the way it is now, Zion, it's his first game, he pulled 11 points. Niggas are going to slam to him. You don't want that. So, like, it's very hard for – and it's, this is not regular expectation. This is like <laughs> – Right, shout out to all the dogs going crazy. Alright, but yeah, it's like they're gonna have to, um, they're gonna have to, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, suck the heck out of me. Yeah, I I hope they turn down his, like, how much they put into him, because them broad expectations only work for one player, it was Braun. Who else had expectations like that coming out of college? Nobody else. Like in recent memory, it has been no Zion has been the most hyped rookie coming into the league since LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, KD had some hype, but we we've been talking about Zion since freaking his World Star freaking highlight tapes. G. The man was a freshman dunking mm-hmm. on white boys, and then we see him. Meet the expectations in college, and then proceed, and then so it's like now it's like okay, we want to. You about to say proceed to summer league, and you fell. Yeah, then I was like, yeah, we 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 didn't get nothing. He he gave us he gave us like two minutes of like of like all right, G, this is what y'all about to deal with. He gave us like three dunks. He gave us like three dunks to talk to the bed. Uh, he stripped the ball out of my. 
I mean, whatever Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox might get traded by the end of the summer. I mean, by the end of the season, just because of that. That's a, uh, that's a what you would call. That's a deflate. That's a deflation right there. You don't know if you stay when you get the whole goddamn arena cheering because you got the ball stripped. The man oh, literally snatched it away from him, like, like you know how like your yeah. kid gets something they're not supposed to have, so you have to literally yank it out the head, and that's what he did to that man. That was a grown ass man. Wild, G. nigga, different, but I'm all for what the NBA is doing with pushing Zion down our throats. Um, also shout out to Zion for uh, signing that shoe deal too. Shout out to him. Boy, you gonna get some? Bro, those Zion shoes gonna look like Shaq. Oh my god! Like this guy is gonna be so ugly, dog. And then this, this is also not help. Like Zion is like setting himself up for like super high ass expectations because what? Who's there has nobody that has like signed with Jordan off bat that wasn't like at least a star beforehand. Most time they just like signed with Jordan like after Kawhi. No, no, he was with Nike, and then he was with Jordan for a little bit. Yeah, Kawhi was like off that. Yeah, he was with Nike for like a couple years, and then he went to Jordan because it's it's easy to transition from Nike to Jordan if you're within that circle. So, because Nike owns Jordan, um, so so for for Kawhi, it was like yeah, he went from Nike to Jordan once he became like superstar level. Um, even then, he only was there for like it's barely two seasons, if I recall. So. I only think he really got a signature shoe with Jordan. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, like for him to be like the first big major rookie to outright sign with Jordan is a huge deal. So he's just adding going to like the hype and expectations that is going to come his way. Like if opening night he doesn't drop like at least twenty, Mugs going to literally fry that man to hell. And it's gonna be unfortunate. So, it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Uh, let's move on uh, to Draymond's contract. Um, so Draymond, once again, shout out to Rich Paul G, best black agent in the game. Keep doing your thing, getting these niggas money. Um, so Draymond signed the four-year, a uh, hundred million dollar extension with the Warriors, of course. Um. So that's pretty much a little over 20, like almost like, yeah, like 25, 25, a little close to 25 mil a year. So get that bread, G. But what also makes this contract interesting, which I read a detail in this morning, shout out to uh, Twitter, that he is the first amongst the Warriors core, actual core, we're not counting KD here, where he gets a opt-out clause. Which is may not sound like much, but that's kind of a big deal. And also shout out to Rich Paul once again. Because he's like, look, Draymond, if you want to leave after three years and things are looking a little smelly here, and you're still in your prime, you can get out and get some old bread. So, I um, think this whole thing benefits the Warriors in the long run. Definitely. Reason being, let, let, me, let, me, let me say something. Let me, let me keep this up. Let me, let me put this yeah, yeah. Freak doesn't sign his extension. The Warriors offer you Draymond Green, DeAndre 
so in the rest of that future. Grief for just the warrior, dog. Pretty much. Dog, like I'll pretty say, much. Say, for much as Bob Myers did not care about his players' health, he know how to he know how to make good contracts, things that nature. With the also with somebody like, hey, muscle boy, your mom. Let me like like say I'm just finish. Other than like the people with the smart. I really like dealing with the people with the smarts of uh, of Rich Paul. So, man, this man, I, I like it. I like I like that Draymond Green deserves his money. Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't ask because he could he could have got way more. He uh, that's what I like. I tweeted like once I thought about. It, I'm like forty hundred mil. That's good money. Then I, once I did, I'm like, yo, that's a bargain. <laughs> Like that's a bargain. Like we're talking about a consistent, like first team all defensive player, a defensive player of the year. Arguably should have more. Um he's an all time defender, like no matter how you look at it, like he is a all time one of the best defenders of all time. Best defender of this era. And you one of the best defenders of this era. Sorry, Kawhi Leonard. Um but for you to just lock him up for like a little under twenty five mil a year, that is a great deal because it's very tradable if you finesse the right team. Like you can, like that does put you in the a Giannis, a uh, Milwaukee ring a ding ding. Hey, it's the Warriors. Uh, yeah, Giannis said he don't want to come back. Right? Um, hey, his D low, nice little All Star. Um, you can still make the playoffs with him, and here's Draymond Green. Yeah, he's not um in his prime no more, but still a very serviceable guy, good veteran guy to have on your team. On the Bucks, hell yeah, mm-hmm. I say yes, and give me like fourteen uh first round picks. God, I need that. I need that. Uh, I need that like Clifford type shit, dog. I need everything for y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna need everything, my nigga. I'm gonna need everything. This is Giannis. This is an MVP. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. look, even though I'm just putting, you know, out there and say, even though I believe that um, Giannis is always signed. Also, you go past, you regretting that contract. You fell Pistons, Blake Griffin, um, <sighs> and uh, Draymond Green straight up. You get Blake Griffin on a on a on a better deal than what you already had him on, and you good. I you won't be able to do that straight up. Like Blake has a like the supermax. But it's it's I think it's been like three years. I mean, like two years, right? He's entering year three, but he still has a supermax. <laughs> but I think the contract will still be lower than Goddard with Jamal Green. No, it's not like okay. Well, here we go. Shout out to uh, Spot Rack because <laughs> Blake is touching like uh, I think gonna be in like the high thirties this year. Um, Blake, Griffin. I'm not saying this. I'm saying after this year passed because they're not gonna trade. They want off rip. Yeah, no, but you you won't be able to do it straight up. That's my. That's what I'm trying to say. No, you won't be able to do it straight up. Okay, you you actually making more space. I think that's what the Warriors. Cause Ooh. they you know the Warriors are in the heart. Ooh. 
And it's a trade kicker in that con- in Blake's contract. It's a trade kicker in Draymond Jeans, too. Yo, shout out to Rich Paul, man. <laughs> but um <laughs> it's only but it's still even then, like uh I think Draymond's fifteen percent. Yeah, most trade kickers are always fifteen percent. Um, but Blake's is fifteen percent of so that's just like this year he's getting thirty four million. Next year thirty six mm-hmm. and the year after thirty eight. I don't even think there's an opt out in his contract. But yeah, this is year three of that contract. Um Yeah, you won't be able to do it straight up. You may have to add you won't have to add D to the trade, no matter how you what you try to do. Yeah, I'm not trading both of them for Blake Griffin. I know. That's why you won't be able to do it straight up. And who do the Warriors have that a value money wise to add to that deal? Exactly. Oh, Kevin Looney. That's five million dollars. That's not going to be enough. <laughs> I don't even think it's five million dollars. So yeah, like <laughs> money wise, like you, you're giving up. You have to give up some bread. Like you're giving up pretty much most of your bench again, just to fill out Blake's contract, and then now you're stuck with an injury prone. Like as much like I think Blake could stay healthy. I definitely believe he can, but he's still injury prone, and your point guard is injury prone, and even though Clay is pretty much as durable as an ox, he's coming off an of ACL. I have never heard that. <laughs> durable ox. Oh, I, I, that's the first animal I could think of. But he is durable as an ox. I'm just yeah. sad about that. But yeah, so. Just using it as an example, um, it'd be a tough like Blake Griffin with with the Warriors team would be really good because offensively you're getting everything Draymond does on an entirely different level. I think I still would believe Draymond's a slightly better passer, but Blake can get to that level. I believe playmaking wise, it's just defensively you're going to lose out on a lot. But that's why you have Kevin Looney, Willie Cauley Stein to make up. If that if they were to decide to do that a year or two from now, just a thought. But yeah, how old is Blake Griffin, by the way? Thirty years. The old? the Blake Griffin now uh, getting treated like an old stuff, and I hate it. You said what? I hate it with a pass. Blake Griffin not old at all, and like he gets treated like an old star. It's weird. It's like a lot of people was like, "Yo, he's not that old. like he's like thirty. He's still he's he's in his prime." Yeah. It's just like when you look at his injury history, it makes it like when you see it makes it seem like he's older than he is. If that makes sense, like he is still entering his prime. He still has not played ten years of basketball yet. Like he's entering year nine, and he took a year off. Um. His first year. So, technically, eight years of basketball. So. And I don't think he has played a full season in a few years. So, like, depending on, it's like, he still has a lot of basketball. He can still play. And he, and, like, I talked to uh, one of my homies on Facebook from uh, high school. And he said, legit, like, he's one of the people who, he feels like Blake Griffin doesn't get enough credit for evolving his game. Like as often as we say yeah, Greek Freak, Ben Simmons, 
need to evolve their games. Blake Griffin is the definition of a nigga who went from literally pure athletic finisher in 2K terms to a athletic finisher, shot creating playmaker. You have to respect Playmaker has always been able to to use it better. His playmaker has always been good for his size. Yeah. What he brings to the team and stuff like that. His shooting, that's that shooting. That's yeah, that's why I say shot creator, not position. shooter. So. You say a shot creator? No, he's still, he's still good at shooting. For yeah. how big he is, dog. Like, in the position he plays. Yeah. Uh, Definitely agree. But, yeah, so. um, But shout out to uh, Draymond getting that uh, bread. Shout out to uh, Rich Paul, of course. And shout out to Warriors for, like, making this a very cost-effective contract. Like, it's very cost-effective. Like, shout out to Bob Myers, G. Like, even though you, you sent KD to die um, and Clay to die, you um, you did your thing with this on the real. Um, but, yep. yes. Oh. Uh, I really don't want to talk about FIBA. Fuck them niggas. Um, fuck, uh, j- fuck them niggas at this point. Um, let's go ahead Stop. and, uh, yeah, I'm over at this point. Like, uh, at this point, Team USA, silver medal, uh, collision <laughs> course. Um, <laughs> they lost Julius Randle this week, G. I know they lost Julius Randle this week. I said who they losing to. I don't know. F around and lose to that thing. Call every single rookie, man. They just call, not the rookie. I'm talking the rookies from last year. They can beat anybody who comes towards them. I know. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Just no, I'm them. just saying. I don't see why they not calling. I'm not. I'm not talking about a show joke. I, oh. I'm just saying. I like to. I don't see why they not calling them. Is mm. Chris Middleton still on that team? Yes. Yo, Chris Middleton is the best player on that court. Never thought I'd say that in a million years. Bro, it might be a point. Well, Kimba's still there. Kimba, Jason Tate, bruh. Uh, Chris Middleton is the best player on that court. I never thought I would say that in the Bro, movie. yeah, gee, that's, that's, bro. It is going to be points where Chris Middleton will be looked upon as a primary scorer. <laughs> you remember the last time that happened? <sighs> that's tough. That is tough. Uh, literally, they got a freaking Easter Conference bench out there, bro. Easter Conference All Star <laughs> bench reserves, bro. Who 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 they who who's on that so far? I really don't want to go on that website again. <laughs> Off the top of my head is pretty much the core of the Boston Celtics: Chris Middleton, Andre Drummond. All see, you notice I'm naming Easter Conference niggas. Um, niggas who be on the reserves. Um. Uh, Miles Turner. Um, shit. Um, for some reason they added Tory Craig, Paul Millsap, and like I said, that's just off the top of my head. So, either way, they should win gold. But if silver happens, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. But um, uh, before we get into the top tens, uh, that's look at them all decade teams that uh nba.com uh released which has led to some controversy because me and my cousin is still arguing about this right now i'm tired of ar- i literally stopped arguing with him um i saw 
I laugh when they put Westbrook over Kobe, but I agree. The All right. harder one, I'm still like I still like I don't. I'm. It's weird for me how that whole. Just say the list, and I'll say why it's weird after that. Yeah, and I'm a. I'm just. All right, and I'm and for when when we discuss this, I'm not caping for Harden, but his case is legitimate. But anyway, no, all I'm, decade. But uh, all decade first team, LeBron, KD, Steph, James Harden, Kawhi. That sounds accurate. Accurate as hell. All decade second team, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Westbrook, Melo, Blake Griffin. All decade third team, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, D Wade, Kobe's corpse. Um, Greek Freak Paul George once again not mad so um, the main controversy for a lot of people is Kobe being 13 but let me make this case real quick after 2010 when Kobe won barely let's just keep it G real through hauling ass on the backs of Ron Artest and Paul Gasol winning a championship in 2010. The next season, he proceeded to get swept. S W E P T swept by Dirk Nowitzki alone. And then the next year, if I believe correctly. That was the year when he got Dwight Howard in, in in the corpse of Steve Nash. If not, I might be a year ahead. But either way, that team just barely made the playoffs, if I recall. Or Phil Jack, I forgot exactly how that went. But either way, how that went, Kobe at that point was not, well, arguably was not even the best shooting guard at the time. At that point, I would have gave it Dwayne Wade. It was just Kobe was just what is the sexy name to go by. 2013, I think, was the Dwight Howard year. We know how that went. Achilles explode. The year after, dr- drug freaking got injured again. Year after that, it wasn't the Kobe that we know and love and, and all of that crap. So Kobe technically had two good years of this decade. To put him in 13... Is honestly being generous. It's being very generous. It's solely off the one championship with the finals MVP and legacy that he's on here. Sole reason why. So there's no case for him to be on there for him to be second or first team. No case. Because what has he done for the remaining seven years of this decade. The remaining seven years, his biggest feat was literally his last game where he dropped 60 and took 60 shots. But after that, that was his lone feat for the rest of the decade. And yeah, you you can go ahead and show me that Raptors game where he literally single-handedly brought the team back. That's vintage Kobe. That's, That's it. But for we're talking about a season. What was his? What 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 has he done? Thank you. 
Uh, for me, I, I agree with you on the Kobe thing. I'm throwing, you can, we can have an argument about either replacing Melo with Wade or replacing Melo with Paul George. Uh, well, Melo's on there. I said replacing Melo with Wade. Like, his, they, they, you know, his spot. So you saying the second team and throwing Melo in third. And Melo is third team. Oh, that's <laughs> All he did was win gold medals, all star games, dog. No conference finals. Agreed. Everybody on here, I think, except for Lamarcus Aldridge, Chris Paul, was either in the finals game and um and um Greek Freak was either in the finals game or a conference final. Greek Freak was in the conference oh, finals. Oh, and Blake Griffin. Oh, Greek Freak was in one too, and, and except for Blake Griffin as well. But. The Marcus Aldridge wasn't in one. Dwayne Wade was in finals games. And he won his championship. Kobe literally won one that year. Greek Freak just was in one. Paul George was in one against uh, uh, Bron. No AD, no one. AD speaks for himself, though. Chris Paul. Westbrook was in the finals. Melo, no. Blake Griffin, I still sorry for that. Steph Curry legit had three rings. Katie has two rings. LeBron James old got down the got down league at that point. James Harden was a, is a cheat code, and Kawhi Leonard is being praised as the best football god as we speak. So, um, it's a. Uh, I just don't think Melo. I think Melo's third team. He hasn't did anything. You can argue. You can argue. You throwing Greek freak ahead of Blake Griffin because of the MVP. So like it. it that's how I see it. In terms of how great they are, but like Melo, definitely, I don't even know. Sam Melo ain't great, but I'm saying that the, how this list of you think of all decade Melo to be third because all he did was probably he probably won one scoring title in that time period too. Well, he would have more, but Kevin Durant, like we could make a case that KD has stole a scoring title from LeBron. James Harden, Melo a couple of times. Hey, that's, and, that's yeah, those the, those be the main ones. I feel like he would have stole a, has stolen a scoring title from. So that's everybody else. Fought. He he instead won from Goddard and Steph Curry. Steph Curry was walking Chico for two years. <laughs> <laughs> so like I think the I think the first team speaks for itself. Even though I hate to say it, because I would like the odd man out. But I understand when they put Kawhi up. He exactly. won two championships in his time, playing two defensive player of the year, things of that. And then the weight um, those championships carry too. Yeah, the weight that one championship carries. But um, <laughs> Chris Paul also like the odd man out with Melo. I'm absolutely sorry. Chris Paul couldn't make a conference final with the best team in the West last year. Couldn't beat a, a Kevin Durant last, last year. year. You need the year before. This year. Nigga, this this is still the new season ain't started yet, so this is technically still this year. They went to the Western Conference. They was in the um. They couldn't beat. They couldn't beat what you call it. They oh yeah, when the, they blew that goddamn lead against the Rockets, yeah. where literally Josh Smith and Dwight Howard played some of the like people bring up Josh Josh Smith. Dwight Howard was hooping his that series. That was the last time we seen prime Dwight Howard, I believe, in that series. But, uh, yeah, Chris Paul, I just 
Uh, you can throw him in. Uh, you can th- you can replace Wade with him. You can replace. You can, make you, you can legit throw all third, all all decade thirteen with Kobe, Chris Paul, Lamarcus Aldridge, Melo, and probably Greek Freak because he's just now starting to do his reign of terror. Like that thirteen, uh, but Westbrook deserves Anthony Davis. We know how much of a real nigga he is. He probably ain't got the accomplishments like finals and stuff like that. But we all know that nigga ever since Anthony Davis, I think it was his it was his second or third year, that nigga was top five. Yeah. Third year, definitely. So, like nigga's different. Um Redsburg, like I say, he deserves it. Melo should be his third team. Blake Griffin. Yes, and you need to put some money right there. Marcus Aldridge, we were just literally talking about him days ago. He was one of the best power forwards. He was probably second. You can argue Aldridge has a case to be in second team over Blake, but it's just the the fact. Huh? All star appearances? I wasn't even. I wasn't even going. Wasn't even thinking of that. But mainly because. He arguably was the best power for most of this decade. Like for majority of this decade, he was the best. When did he stop being the best? I know. When he got to put in that pop system? Yeah. Even then, he's still a top three power forward, which we'll talk about next week. Right now. Yeah, he's amazing. But like you can say. For from 2010 until 2017, he was still he's he was arguably the best power forward, or or like I would say the early part of the decade he was well on his way, and then proceeded to just get on, and then like from 2012 on I would say he was legit the best power forward, legit. So like he had a three four year run of being the league's best power forward, which is half of the decade. Like, I can't really even say Blake Griffin was legit the best power forward of this decade. Like, it was a, had a case for being the best power forward. Anthony Davis is a tough situation because that nigga is a power forward or center depending on the mood. So, that makes, so, so it's like, the case for that makes it tough. But I would say LaMarcus Aldridge has sustained the level of greatness for an entire decade longer than Blake has. Like, yes, would Blake you, was... You make the case you make, I would say they probably didn't put LaMarcus on the second team just because that's not a sexy pick. Yeah, it's not the sexy pick. Yeah. Like, Blake, yeah. I think people were, I think people are legit minds of blow if they see anything LaMarcus on over Kobe, anything, dog. Yeah, that, like, that, that, that would piss people off, but people wouldn't <laughs> look at... that. That's why I'm like, people was looking at it off... Well, it's freaking Wade or Kobe. Like, with Wade, I'm not... He could... He has a strong case for being in second team. Strong case. But I'm not mad at him being third team because, okay, his prime lasted a little bit longer than Kobe's. Like, from 2010, I would say, I would say 2011, he was better than Kobe. Legit was better than Kobe. 2012, he, his knees still worked. Better than Kobe on... At that point, he was the best shooting guard in the league. In my point, at that point, twenty thirteen, that's when these, uh, that's when we got D Wade. D Wade turned to knee Wade because gee, that nigga was the king of PTO. 
Literally, that's when when PTO waste became a legit thing. And um, but so like Wade had at least two and a half years of at least being better than Kobe. Year and a half, two and a half years of being better than Kobe. Longer prime, two championships. Even though he was more effective in one of them than the other, with four finals appearances, where in three of the four, he was very highly effective of a player. So, because the Dallas series, he was way better than LeBron in that Dallas series. LeBron just needed to average 20, and they would have won that series. Way would have won finals MVP if they won. But... I'd rather have that choking LeBron, but I'm not allowed to Whew. Yeah, but... But, like... We after you look past twenty that twenty twelve finals, which uh, the the OKC finals, Wade ha- did start to fall off. So, and then I think once and like when James Harden got to the Rockets, he immediately made his case of being dog. Was he like that like, first year? They because I had a problem. I just, this is the thing because it's like there's a time where. I think during Kobe's decline and during Wade's decline that it was hard to see, like, who was the best shooting guard. Yeah, it was tough. Same thing for Kyle forward, too. Mm -hmm. You know, because Timmy was declining and also... KG declined, like... KG declined. So it was was a a talk. Because I would say during Dark Finals, his finals when he was the best guard darn Kyle forward. Yeah, easily. At that point, Dirk yeah. elevated to like easily the best power forward in the league. Even it, low key, damn, Dirk is not here. Greek Freak took Dirk's spot. That's so weird, dog. Greek Freak when took Dirk, Dirk's when spot. Did Dirk, when did Dirk win his MVP though? Was it in twenty? It wasn't in no, twenty ten. No, it was like two thousand and seven. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's probably why they. That's probably why they didn't give it. Yeah. Because what his biggest you know accomplishments was. During that time, but I don't know. But like, but if you want to put that career side by side, the only thing Greek Freak missing is that championship, dog. He's better than Dirk. Just, yeah. just dom, just dominance wise, dog. He's yeah, I hear, I hear where you're coming from. I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, just dominance wise. Like, there's not one person other than like freaking Kawhi Leonard. The only person who can prove that Greek Freak is guard. Um, mm-hmm. usually that got done. The person in the East that shows that is, is Al Horford. He took he he showed Al Horford the goddamn thing when he was going to get through that final. I mean, in that uh, playoff. Second round, uh, <laughs> I got the game one. He gave that man drugs. <laughs> but yeah, that man looked on Twitter and saw that Greek slander. He was like, "Hold on," <laughs> he was like, "Let me, let me." Um, but no, I'm cool. Like I said, the only people I'm like that you people can't even argue with. Melo should at least be replaced with either Dwayne Wade and Paul George. Paul George has relevance even after Goddard, one of his, a part of his leg was on the other side of the court. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to give him that. Uh, and the same you. thing with Chris Paul. Chris Paul, legit, never seen a finals dog. True. He True. never seen a finals dog. He seen one conference final. He's going at the tail. He's at the tail end of his career. 
Now, if you want to go just like pure stats, who was the best point guard in around that era? Yeah, we could talk. He's lucky Derrick Rose got injured. A lot of people's lucky Derrick Rose got hurt. <laughs> a lot of people. Steph should be literally in his no, Hall of Fame no, speech. In his Hall of Fame speech, Steph, Steph needs to I say thank you. That. We can argue that. We can argue that. I think Steph still, because of what he did to win those MVPs, Steph yeah. had per- a perfect MVP season. Definitely. He won a chip one year. And then he had the, the greatest league record the year after. So, like, he won that because of, like. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I think that, I think that would have happened regardless. Now, Westbrook MVP, we can talk about it. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it. Dude. Still the biggest know. sympathy MVP of all time. The biggest sympathy MVP of all time. Even though when, I think that Nuggets game was legit, so. When he, yeah. he hit that buzzer. That was, yeah, that, yep, six, was, that, 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 that was his moment where it's like, if I was a voter, I'm like, he won. <laughs> I, he won. Sorry. But, but like, um, I'm going to also say, Russ winning MVP that year should have, uh, when like, when Bron, what, what, I love, LeBron's I love, last year I in Cleveland should have been. Downtown Harden was a sympathy MVP. Look, LeBron last year in Cleveland, I know we don't count playoffs, showed like he was better than Harden, dog. Yeah. Like, gee, that last that year in Cleveland, that team yeah. was Cheeks. He had two different teams, and they were still a top four seed. <laughs> they were still a top four seed. The second team was full of young niggas. There was points where Larry Nance was the second best player. Proceeded to sweep the team with the best record in the East, dog. In the regular season, by the way. In the regular season, he's still on through nigga souls. Season. What the heck? Yeah. But like, I, I, mean, I was going around on that. I was like, bro, I don't think. I, I knew that LeBron didn't have it as a lot. And I, if we, if media has to say this person needs to win the MVP because he didn't win the last year, that shows that that's a sympathy MVP. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And we already know Westbrook was crying because KD went to go win the chip. But it'd be like that sometimes, dog. It'd be like that. But yeah, but we, that's a dialogue for a later episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's our takes on uh, your dig. So that's uh, transition to our top 10 small forwards. Um, I'm going to keep it G real. After four. This this was stupid hard. It was stupid hard. My man about to have Harrison Barnes running out ten, dog. Yeah, and you are right. Well, well, let's let me just let, so because I know you don't do the list. You just adjust accordingly. Uh, so honorable mentions up through Otto Porter, Will Barton, and Karis Levert. I think Karis Levert's a shooting guard, but I just said he's a small four for the time no, being. I don't know what. No. I'm what the heck? Them niggas are irrelevant, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, you about to laugh at number 10, G. Number 10 is Andrew Wiggins. Hell no. <laughs> no, dog. No, dog. <laughs> I don't know who to replace him with, but not him, dog. I'm sorry, G. Not him. 
Um, bro, I had I I did research for this, G. Otto Porter <laughs> isn't better than Andrew Wiggins. Will Barton literally comes off the bench. So I like I'm not about to say he's better than him. Karis LeVert just started getting good today. Oh my god, RJ Barrett. <laughs> Gee, at this <laughs> point, he's looking like based off summer league, like RJ Barrett's looking like Andrew Wiggins 2.0. Okay, uh uh Jason Tatum. Well you got yeah, you, got, you probably got Jason Tatum. Bro, I tried. Hey! I looked at teams' rosters, G. And after looking at stats, Wiggins is arguably is a top ten shooter, a small four. Nah, nah, Terrence Ross, man, Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross. Fuck out of here! <laughs> this ain't two K. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Iguodala, there we go. You can't tell me Andre Iguodala is better than him. The corpse of Andre Iguodala has a case. Yes, has a case. Yes, <laughs> yes. he's better though. In playoff time, we have to be specific. Yes. All right, we had to. We all right. So number ten is now Andre Iguodala in the finals in Game Sevens in very important games in the playoffs of Golden State Warrior games. Andre Iguodala is number ten. Damn. I can't. Nope. You nope. He don't deserve it. Okay. I'm naming this episode Andrew Wiggins a top ten small forward. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> nah, dog. He don't deserve it, dog. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, number nine is Harrison Barnes. Uh, number eight, Gordon Hayward. Uh, num- number seven. <laughs> I told you, bro. Number seven is his teammate, Jason Tatum. Uh, number six is Tobias Harris. Which was honestly, I wanted to put Jason Tatum in front of Harris, but based Damn, off the season alone, Tobias, Harris had a better season. So I thought Tobias Harris was a power forward. He's technically a small forward, he, bro. On that six team, that nigga's a small forward. The fuck is Aaron Gordon did? Aaron Gordon's a, definitely a power forward. You look like the same nigga. All right, continue. Exactly. Uh, number five is Luca. Um, Dog, I was gonna ask you if you had Luca. Oh ahead. yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Number five is Luca. Uh, that's F G. That just shows how effed up these the small four position is. G. Luca's number Luka five after one year. Luca could be in every category until power forward. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, number four is Paul George. Number three is Kawhi. Uh, number two, LeBron slash KD. Number one, Kevin Durant slash oh, yeah. uh, slash LeBron. You still, you still wait. Go do your top three here. Kevin Durant slash LeBron is number one. LeBron slash KD is number two. Number three is Kawhi. What the fuck, nigga? Pick nigga, pick one. Pick All right, one KD, slash. LeBron, Kawhi. There you go. Like, keep it real, nigga. KD outball LeBron. In that playoff time, there was not a man on this goddamn earth who touched KD's shoes. Playoff LeBron or not. It was just that different. <laughs> that nigga was going around giving niggas buckets. He's just literally giving niggas buckets, dog. He reminded us how great he was. But I agree everything this other than the fact that uh, Greek Freak is a, is a small forward. Dog. Greek Freak is, is a just... power forward, G. He is a power I forward. don't see that. 
Gee, he played his position has been powerful no. the past two years. Tobias Harris did too. He played in Philly. In Philly, but for his time with the Clippers, he was a small forward. And technically, and yeah, in two years ago, Greek Freak was a small forward too. Yeah, two years ago, the pa- two past two seasons though, he has been playing power forward. Because he has not played small forward since 2017. He's still a small forward, man. Look, he's so, he's small forward. My when I go on two K, I need a small forward. Who I'm picking? Nigga, you put that nigga at point guard one time. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I did because I know the cheese of two K. But yeah, who the heck is that? Oh, that's a co- one of y'all coaches that y'all do. Alright, man, we can agree to disagree, but that day a Greek freak rounds off my top five. Being number four. <laughs> it's my four. Hey, I'm not mad at it, G. That's a that's that's a perfect way to just uh, balance out the top ten if you do throw Greek freak in there. I can't wait. I can't wait till you have to swallow your 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 pride when we do sentence and have to put Jotic at number one over George. I'm not doing that. Fuck okay. that. No. <laughs> Bump that. No. Sorry. And beats number one. Ain't no way around it. Hell, Anthony Davis is about to be on power forward and center. I will gladly put him in both. Because I don't know what the hell he's about to be. Why can't put Greek Freak in both? No, because Greek Freak has been a power forward. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, that nigga don't even—it's not even built like a damn small forward, G. At least you can say LeBron can finesse it. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he's skinny as hell. Technically, he was. On the dust lineup, he paid center. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, small forward. I'm sorry, but y'all just for just for list purposes, y'all just gotta be a power if, forward, G. He has. If Katie, to. if Katie, if Katie ain't hit top ten centers, though, I can't, I can't respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, he's going to be honorable mention. <laughs> like, yo, KD and center was different, G. That nigga had like two blocks. He was average like day there, two blocks a game. So. Yeah, he was average two blocks a game. But that death lineup, though. Fucking stupid. Death lineup is stupid. Oh, that's not the death lineup. That's the Hamptons 5. Well, either the Hamptons 5 or the super death lineup. Same thing, so. But yeah, so that rounds out our uh, top ten small forwards. Um, next week we're doing top ten power forwards. I feel like these next two are gonna be the most annoying because I I I I don't know if I could think of ten power forwards off the top of my head. Off the top, uh, of my head. Paul um, Millsap is about to be top five. No, no, no. Reason being. You got, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paul Mills says about to be top five. I got you, bro. Lamarcus Aldridge, Chris Tapp, Porzingis. 
I really don't even want to put Porzingis. He's technically a center. Anthony Davis. I'm not going in order. Anthony Davis. Dog. I got this, bro. Al Horford. Al Horford is a freaking center. Al Horford is a center. Is a motherfucker. He'll be a power forward next for the first time in a long time next year. Yeah. Dog, what the hell is wrong with the power forwards in the league, G? These niggas are no names, dog. I'm literally going on teams list. I literally list the teams in my head to see who they power forward is. Fucking Cal Kuzma about to hit top god darn Oh man. <laughs> Probably be five. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Damon about to be a top 10 center. No, he's not. No, he's not. I refuse. <laughs> All right. Top. We'll see. Once you sit there and sit there, like, damn, bro, who's going to be number 10? You're going to look at Dwayne Damon's stats Dwayne and be like, damn. You're going to look at Dwayne Damon's stats and be like, damn, you got the case. Nigga, what team Dwayne Damon play for? Oh, no. Give me the team. I know he was on the Hawks last year. Oh, what a hit! <laughs> I know he was on the Hawks last year. Oh, speaking of the Hawks, shout out to Vince Carter. You tweaking, my nigga. You tweaking. <laughs> you could have took your ass to the goddamn Clippers. Lived your last Wait. year in L.A. Wait, but you want to retire a Hawk. The, nigga, the Vince Clippers Carter want to retire a Hawk. The Clippers offered some money. No, I'm just using the Clippers as like I was. That was the first uh, uh, title contender I thought I think, of. I don't think anybody offered him anything. Yo, what the hell's wrong with you, Toronto? Let him die a freaking Raptor. I think Masai's really literally don't care. Probably don't. That's tough. He gonna f around and trade a second round pick for Vince Carter just so he can retire a Raptor G after the team is like touching the HC. So he's like, might as well, <laughs> might as well have the last regular season game here. Hey Vince, come on. <laughs> I'm just gonna shed a tear. I'm gonna shed a tear, G. But hey, uh, but that's another episode of. Who said the FIBA team losing to Chile? I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> bro, they're gonna lose to. Bro, oh my god. They bro. losing to Joker. That's what I'm saying. Losing to Joker. 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 He about to bite them niggas, dog. He, he, he made a start himself. As much as Chris don't want to uh, admit it. He's a star. I'm not knocking that. He is a star. It's just... He's not better than Embiid. Sorry. He's pretty mm-hmm. much like Boogie Cousins before the Achilles, just uh, way less athletic. And Boogie's not wasn't already athletic. So that says uh, that's that's mm-hmm. how I feel about Jokic. He's just not better than Embiid. Slightly better than Boogie than Achilles. Slightly. Get and your I, butt down. But yeah, so 
an episode on that note. I'm still naming this episode Andrew Wiggins as top ten small forward just for uh comedy reasons. Um but um appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys for all the support and all that good stuff. Um especially to all the uh overseas listeners, Germany, all that uh whatever random little countries and stuff like that. Shout out you guys because if you guys know English and you listen to us, respect. If you don't know what the hell we saying probably besides cuss words, respect. Which is not a good thing. But we're glad that you guys do listen. Of course, uh, make sure you do subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. No chill media. And I would also like to announce uh, a new podcast that I am planning on to produce in the very near future called Club No Chill. Um, details on that will be coming as uh, as the concept comes through. But Club No Chill is coming very, very soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And, of course, appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Avina, then.